0: I'm Mariangela Abeo, and this is Virtual Pride on the Face to Faces podcast. While pride is amazing with all the glitter, libations, and celebrations, the real pride is striving to live our truths and fighting for equality, education, and inclusion whenever and wherever we go, starting right here in our personal spaces with how we celebrate ourselves and take care of our community. I'm hoping that this month we give you content to help remind you that though this year's pride may be quiet in your neighborhood bars, clubs, and sidewalks, there is an incredible community of humans ready to celebrate you. And no matter who you talk to, there will always be someone who can connect to your journey. Though we're physically separate this year, no one can take the connection that our pride gives us to each other now. Let's lean in and celebrate. All right, I am so happy to welcome Sassy Black, a.k.a. Cat Harris White, who uses she, her pronouns. We met over a decade ago in the music scene and passed each other in the halls at Cornish College of the Arts. She is a brilliant songwriter musician, producer, actress who who's been seen on shows like HBO's Vinyl, Comedy Central's Broad City, which I screamed every time I saw you in it. And recently celebrated the 4-year anniversary, which I could not believe, 4 years since her iconic album, No More Week Dates, which Vice called smart, funny, and painfully honest, and performed a virtual jam, jam session presented by another, none other than The Roots, I am so happy to have you here for Pride Month that I'm just tripping over my words. Thank you for being here.
1: Thanks for having me. That is a lovely intro.
0: I love it. Well, I had to do a little bit of homework, but a lot of it I love that I knew. So... <laughs>
1: it makes it easier right
0: yeah well first of all what i like to do with everybody is you know we're in this such a weird time for all of us but you know it affects everybody differently and everybody is affected differently because of the fucking world and what we are in uh, this trash garbage fire and how are you doing today specifically
1: today i am i'm good i've been um doing a lot of self-reflecting over these months and these weeks anyway and I had a friend pass away and uh, it's, you know, if anything, I am working on being present as much as possible and um, taking stock of the value I have for myself and the value I have for others. And, you know, how uh, to keep spreading love and positivity in the world, because I mean, I think right now I am realizing more than ever that is who I am. And that's where I always want to be. And that's what I always want to do. So so I guess that's where I'm at. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think I've watched you through this pandemic. um, And I've watched you be painfully honest and vulnerable and transparent, but also hold really great boundaries with your social media and like really um, are growing and adjusting and doing things virtually. And I think that not everybody is able, everybody is at their capacity For sure. But it's been fun watching you navigate because you definitely are giving me ideas and like encouraging me to level up and, you know, be creative.
1: That's awesome. I'm glad. You know, being creative is all I got. Like, this is like my livelihood. It's like, oh, okay, you're going crazy. Oh, the world's going to shit. Okay, let's just make some songs and perform for a while.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it puts your creativity in a weird place because I think um, when you met me, you know, I was this dance mom in the halls and like, uh, wife of a, of, of a performer and rapper. And I wasn't really, didn't really have a creative side back then. And so, mm-hmm. but finding it here in this kind of solitude is pretty, uh, I, I don't want to use the word magical, but it's, it's very different finding creativity in this space versus what we used to kind of live in. Are you finding it different? Like, are you finding what you're creating is different?
1: Um, you know, it it has to do with where I am in my life. Like, I'm very confident in my music production, um, and my composing, um, I'm feeling just a lot of full circle stuff, which is, like, freaky. So I'm just like, oh, and I'm listening to songs I wrote, like, a decade ago, and I'm like, oh, or songs, like, two decades ago, because I'm 33. (laughs) You've been writing songs for how long, you know, like, uh... Yeah. So, you know, right now I feel more confident, you know, at the beginning I was just like running, right? Because we're just like, oh, we're going to outrun this virus. I'm going to outrun it. So I'm just going to do stuff nonstop. And I swear by the time it's done, I will have done da, 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 da. And not rested and not recovered and not taken any time for myself or whatever. Right. And uh, and then the other side is like, I don't want to do anything at all. And then you're like, well, I can't outrun something. I don't know what the finish line looks like. Right. So then, what happens then? But uh, yeah, I mean, I've just been very creative. I found like um, I said this a couple of weeks ago, like four weeks ago. I was like, I think I found my groove. I did not find my groove. <laughs> I was just on the beginning phases of like and like approaching a groove. And I now love how
0: real I'm that is. though. that's so <laughs> real. I think we all feel like we find our groove in this space, and then the next day we're like, oh, nope, nope, that was not. Nope, <laughs> never mind, never mind.
1: Just kidding. That's that. that's not that.
0: <laughs> right. Well, what about self-care? You know, I'm finding that my self-care, reg- everything's changed. What is self-care for me now was not self-care for me before. Are you doing anything specific that's helping you get through it?
1: Uh, definitely establishing boundaries. That's been massive. So I'm just kind of like, you know, every uh, yeah. Okay. So it's funny. I'm taking a lot of online classes. Really? Uh, doing, like the ones I've done before, the all kinds of stuff, and I'm learning a lot. So that's like been my main focus: learn, education, learn about myself, learn about things that I need in order to feel successful, comfortable. Like all the things that we deal with as humans, and especially as creators. Like, oh, when how do I know it went well? You know, like right. getting signed and all this other stuff. Those are not my my standards, my set of standards anymore. So um I've been like uh taking this online class on Lynda slash LinkedIn learning about time management and I freaking love it. Who you- <laughs> Can I ask you who's teaching it? I used to work in that oh, field. Oh really? Um his name is Dave Crenshaw. Oh yeah. He's, I mean, it's really fun. It's just like really straightforward stuff. I'm that type of person. Like I love somebody with a lot of care, uh, charisma, but I can also deal with somebody who's like kind of deadpan and like just telling you the facts, you know? Right. And so he has like a little bit of both and I'm like, yeah, let's get it. But, um, <laughs> it's really well laid out and it's like straightforward and, and it's just my jive. So that's been helping me like to get back focused like right now that class is like oh this is how you can better use your time so that's also been helping me in my creative state and like move and do anything
0: good for you that takes a lot of energy to take classes plus do everything that you're doing I don't I don't know if I'm cut out for
1: school again (laughs) (laughs) it's free you know it's just like a like I'm not like Watch, watching it, like, and and doing it's not in the same way, right? It's just like <laughs> steady like it's just fun study. You know, you learn. Like, you know, maybe you want to like DIY something. You go on YouTube or whatever, and you find something. You dig into it, blah blah blah. You move on. It's just like just a fun little study for me because I've been binge watching a bunch of stuff, and I realized I started to feel like a little empty. <laughs> and I was like okay so you're full of space you know and mm. other people achieving their dreams through acting and stuff like that you know it's like and screenplays and all stuff like so what about what you want to learn and so I have this I love learning too that's just like my thing I don't love school necessarily mm. but I like like studying so it's been really um nice to have something too that you can say hey do this take it, put it in my hand and I take action and like immediately. Yeah. And then I can feel that sweet feeling of completion.
0: That's a good feeling. Just knowing that you've taken something and used it immediately as a tool or whatever in your life. But I don't ever doubt that you do that with everything that you put your hands on for <laughs> That's a really Sweet. So what about, what about a silver lining in all this? Cause I know there's a lot of people that are like this, this, there's so many things that suck. There's so many things that are out of our control that you know, is a generational, racial, socioeconomical, horrible fucking nightmare. Um, but are there any silver linings that you're feeling, that you're seeing, that you're like, oh, this? I forgot about this, or this feels different, and maybe I hope this doesn't change afterwards.
1: Uh, yeah, I think it is learning. I've always, I've been putting out so much stuff. It's, I, you know, I really love the compliments I'm like you get so much stuff done you just get so much stuff done and I I do but I have so many more things I'd like to, <laughs> like to accomplish you know that's like the Virgo in me you are know, you Leo a Virgo I'm a Leo Virgo um, so like the Leo maybe. in me is like yeah you're right I be doing stuff <laughs> and then the Virgo is like not enough never <laughs>
0: it's never enough Ryan and Maddie are both Virgos and I'm a Capricorn so that earth we're always like all the things we have, all the lists, all the things that we need to do during this pandemic, get it done. And uh, yeah. you know, Maddie always says, "I I don't have to be perfect, but I do."
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's like that's where I end up a lot. Um, so right now, it's like it is letting go of the perfection, letting go of control, and also like digging deeper into self. So you know, like I like spread the gospel of self love and appreciation, mm-hmm. and you know, I consider myself to be love. Uh, I am love and I give love and I receive love and these are things like actual intentional things I try to do Uh, and you know there's no perfection required in that it's just the attempt I think is enough I think the intention and learning how to present it is important and I think that's enough for me for my journey to keep growing and manifesting and morphing in those ways but um, yeah I think. I've been learning more to like trust myself and love myself and, you know, pay attention to my interactions with other humans and uh, really like get into the fact that I am a huge nerd. Like I love knowledge. I love knowing things and, and I've just let my fear of failure be bigger than my lust for knowledge. And that like I could, I've been watching Malcolm Gladwell, I've been reading Walter Mosley, I'm getting ready to start reading my Octavia Butler series again. And just like feasting, you know, Right. sometimes, you know, you don't feel like you deserve to feast because it's like, scared that someone's going to like test you on if you <laughs> devoured it in the proper manner. Right? Right? This is yeah. Like-
0: <laughs> well, that's like a classic Virgo is most Virgos won't do something unless they know they're good at it. It's it's yeah. because they're just like, why would I waste my time if I'm going to suck? Like, let me, let me do my homework and figure it out. And then when I go, it is done and I do it well. But there's something to be said in that space of making mistakes and not doing things correctly, but still feeding your heart and your soul. I don't know if you remember when we met at the KXP g- gathering space, we randomly... Uh, cross paths and I was just I was feeling low and I was feeling like super overwhelmed and feeling like I needed all these things to kind of move forward and um, organize my life and my work and all of this and you were so loving and so helpful and you were like listen like this is really easy like you there are things that you just need to put into place and you were very like you laid it out in a way that I was like oh this is so much more. Like, I just, I think I was looking at the world like this. I am just this little person and you were, have you ever thought about teaching or being like a, a kind of teacher for people that are just trying to come up like that? Because I thought about, I don't know if you've already done that. And if you have, I'm sorry, I didn't do my
1: homework, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's so sweet. I've been, I've been told my whole life that I should be a teacher. And so I do teach, you know, music production and songwriting, Um, And I'm just getting into that. I've fought it for so long, but I've been a mentor for so many years, a teacher's assistant. I've done so many things like that where I'm like training or teaching someone how to do something or trying to build confidence. And more and more now, it's just become like I want everyone to feel confident, (laughs) you know, like I want them to feel that, especially like I I am a believer that I have the sight. I can definitely see the potential in everyone. And I see the good in almost everyone. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. You know, I was like, oh, wait, I can't, you know. But, I, <laughs> you know, I do. I do see the potential and good in people. And um, not everybody sees that in themselves. So I, I find myself in a lot of my friendships or mentorship, whatever, just trying to, in, like, impart that, put that out there, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've taught a workshop called A Guide to Pursuing Passion mm-hmm. Endeavors, Mm. And I've considered doing it again because I've only done it three times. Once in Berlin, which was the first time I did it. The second time was at South by Southwest uh, a couple of years later, and then once here in Seattle. Um, so I've thought about it. I think about it, but again, the Virgo perfectionist is like, "So what? What's the? the what are we doing? What do we doing? <laughs> you need? Like all the plans. You need a flyer. <laughs> you need a, da da da. You know, you need someone to sponsor. You know, all this stuff, right?" right? you know, I already have a lot of stuff going on. So I I try to pace myself and then take any opportunity when I'm speaking to amplify that message. So, you know, if I don't get a chance to do it with people one-on-one or in a class setting, at least people can clearly hear my message and what I say wherever I am and whatever I'm doing. So through music, through visual art, which has been like a real joy to tap into, uh, you know, through interviews, anything I try to just say, you can do it, take care of yourself. And like all the things that have made, like helped me make it here, like as much as I can share, you know?
0: Yeah. And then I think there's a lot of people that do that kind of rah, rah, you got this. And it's, it feels a little vapid. It feels a little shallow. It feels a little bit like mentor, but I think when you do it, I remember what you don't know is when you left, I cried a little bit. Like, Mm. but in a good way, I was like, like, I felt like, the the steam that had been building up had let go a little bit and I was like I felt seen I felt like my struggle was a little bit more dramatic than I was making than it really was Mm. (laughs) I was making it more dramatic than it needed to be and you just kind of laid it out so I think you have a gift for that so I'm just saying you know there are people (laughs) like me that are trying to come up that um could use that kind of patient loving um break it break down you know what I mean Oh, that's lovely. Just putting that there. Um, but let's <laughs> let's move into, you know, we're we're this is going to be aired during Pride month and you know, the music scene, the entertainment scene, the queer scene in general, everything has changed. Everything's changing. And I know I was sad that Pride was canceled, not pride was canceled, but, you know, imperfect yeah. pride was canceled. And now all of these virtual pride things are happening, which is exciting, but I'll be honest, it's hard to get into.
1: <laughs> it's different. It's not the same at all.
0: <laughs> right, right. And so how do you feel about that? How do you feel like the queer world, because I say the queer world, because we've got um, our own uh well, we used to have our own community here in Seattle, you know, Capitol Hill's kind of changed. But, you know, it, it's, I feel like it's changed. And we, we rely so much on the club scene and the bar scene and the party scene and the friend scene. And we can't lean on that anymore. And now we're going to be forced as a community to shift in other ways and really connect. And so how do you think it's changed it forever? How do you think we're going to Move past this. The music scene's cha- going to change forever. I think uh, AEG made a statement yeah. that there's not going to be another large festival until
1: end of 2021. Oh, yeah. I definitely heard that a lot.
0: That's frightening.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like an ultimate outsider. Like, that's what I called one of my songs, right? Because I don't... I am... I am such an introvert, extrovert. I am so this and that, you know, I I am the gray area, you know, um, (laughs) because like I go out to shows and I do shows and, you know, I love getting down on a pride show. Like, oh yeah, y'all, hey, woohoo, (laughs) <laughs> it's just like that's my party scene right so right. Like, i'm like all in it but then like afterwards i feel so overwhelmed like to deal with so many people i'm not a club person I stopped being a club person in my early 20s, mid 20s maybe, and I kept trying. <laughs> it's like I stopped a couple years before, but I kept going and I was like, this is not me, dude. Uh, you know, so I'm not really like that. I, I'm like very particular about the events I go to anyway, um, and kind of particular about my existence and like who I share space with. Right. Uh, so. It's, it's, it's a totally different experience for me anyway. Like, so Pride was kind of just like, a, yeah, like, okay, I might go check out a little bit of that. But to all these people, is too much, you know? Because I'm so sensitive. I feel like I could feel all their feelings. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, hey. I so agree with that. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I mean, even when it comes to, like, the music industry and those huge concerts, like, I went to go see Prince, I've seen Stevie Wonder, and I've seen Beyonce, and... Wow. The That's quite a lineup the- that you've seen, though. I wish I saw them all together, but you oh, know, this
0: wow. yeah, different shows. $1 million dollar ticket price, yeah.
1: <laughs> right. Hey, would you like to sell your house to get the <laughs> concert? I mean, I'd consider it here. <laughs> um yeah you know but like the let out of the concerts are always the most tremendous the getting in and getting out are always the worst right you're like okay i have to make sure i go to the bathroom i get a drink i go to da-da-da-da-da. and then the whole let out is just like terrifying <laughs> like it's dark you're walking in a parking lot you don't know um the levels of which people are inebriated and you're just like trying to get to like a bus stop or a place to pick up a car or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Right. You just try to fend out of it. And I've been to so many festivals and things like that over the years. It's just like, it's traumatic. I like, I start leaving early. You know, people who leave shows that they spent 100 hundred, two hundred $200 for and they're leaving like 20 minutes early because they're like, listen, I'll hear about the encore later. <laughs> like I have to get out before it's a madhouse. It's like, how many times have I had to leave an event to get out before the surge price goes up or whatever? Right. You know, it's a whole thing. And so I think it's an opportunity for us to tap in to what the scenes are really about what these industries are really about, what the uh, queer scene is really about. Like, what are we doing? What are we advocating for? You know, who do we support? What do we stand for? What do we don't, what do we absolutely not stand for? You know, and, and like strengthening our own community, you know, because there's so much division within the LGBTQIA plus community so much division Um, way
0: more than I realized actually recently I've I've seen it recently as I kind of am navigating my gender I'm navigating my sexuality and wow is it it's crazy when I sat back and I kind of made a few statements about myself and then saw the judgment and saw the the division and I was like what I'm confused where did this come from out of the blue but it shows we have a lot of work to do
1: absolutely but it's like any other community any other community we all have work to do and I think it's a time that we can spend time individually getting to know ourselves and what we stand for like um, I had mentioned in something I did recently because I can't keep up with what's going on but uh, I mentioned that my dad had asked me when i was like a couple of years ago he asked me so what's your message and what do you stand for yeah, my parents, I love them because they're always challenging me. But, you know, it's like pull your hair out question. You're like, what do you mean? What I stand for? I stand for me. I want to be me. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, you know, selfish kid answer or whatever, you know, not even kid, but like, just like small minded right? for me personally. And so then he made me think he's like, so what, but what's your message as an artist? You know, like people have mission statements, artist statements. What do you wish to get out there? You know, like world peace. What is it, you know? And I was frustrated, you know, and I really worked at it. But I realized like my message is love, hmm. and that's it. Everything, all, and it's it's uh, a thread, threaded throughout all my projects. My message is always love, even if I'm hating on something or whatever. Like my personal message is sassy black. Continuously, it's been like love. So whether I'm telling you to get out of my face, that's boundaries. Self-love. Right. <laughs> okay. Like whatever it is, it's love. And maybe it might be with intentionality. Cause even to tell you to get out of my face is to be vulnerable enough to be like, this isn't, this may be not what we need to do, you know? Right. And so I determined that for myself and that's helped me a lot personally because, you know, I love being a part of communities, but I love myself. And sometimes I feel like, to identify with a community that you might be similar to due to uh, categorizing and classifications mm-hmm. and labels, um, you might have to lose part of yourself. And you know, um, it's, I feel like it's easier for me now to navigate these communities knowing who I am and what I stand for. So that I can have like across the board, no matter who I communicate with, if they're not on this love level, then we're not on the same sp- in the same space. We're not on the same level. So, um, and not just to say that I'm going to treat someone poorly or whatever, but it's mostly just like for me to understand that. And I think that's what is going on right now with these different communities, and you know, not being able to have pride outside it's like. So what does it mean to be proudful and prideful? Like, what does it mean? to be queer? What, what can we celebrate? No matter what that doesn't have to do with a large congregating of people.
0: Yeah. My therapist, when I kind of voiced my, my sadness, my therapist actually said, you know, what are you, when you go to those events, what are you getting out of them? And maybe you Mm -hmm. need to focus on how to get that yourself for yourself. And so whatever, I, listen, she's been my therapist for like eight years. She's earning her money. And <laughs> And she but she was like, whatever you go out into the community to get emotionally, you should be able to give that to yourself. So now it's, t- you know, how do you have your own pride? How do you celebrate pride for yourself? And build your own virtual pride, whether it's through your project, your platform, whatever. Um, So that's what I'm doing because I'm like, who do I want to see? Who do I want to talk to? What Mm -hmm. do I want to learn about that I feel like maybe isn't talked about in the queer community, whether it's um, sexuality, whether it's sex workers and masturbation, whether it's music, uh, poetry, you know, things that I feel like sometimes we can find in like the underground little clubs, but we can't (laughs) find on a big poster on, you know, one of the, one, one of the coffee shop bulletin boards, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I just want to bring that stuff to light. So I feel like maybe we're all supposed to do a little self work and maybe when we come out of this, the community will be better for it. Maybe. I mean, cross
1: our fingers. That would be badass. Right. (laughs) I'd appreciate it.
0: Right. Because right now I feel like we're, we're, we're treading water a little bit trying to survive this pride when in reality, if we just wrap our brain around it a little differently I think it could be rad
1: yeah but well I'm doing a pride show with tomboy x so are I'm you don't yeah I'm um, <laughs> so well, like, uh, good
0: <laughs> I just got my first tomboy x gear um yes. and I was so excited and I was like oh my god they're local I didn't know I was super I was thrilled so what is that
1: all uh, right it's in June I'll There'll be a date announced.
0: Okay. You know. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're Not excited. It's going
1: to be really fun. Okay. Yay. That's rad. Okay.
0: Um, well, I want to see if there's any resource, anything that you want to share with people as far as your music, things that are coming up, projects that you're working on before we get into some of these lightning round questions.
1: Um, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I appreciate if you know if you want to do purchase if you want to purchase my music to go on my Bandcamp, which is sassyblack.bandcamp.com. I prefer people purchase it directly through there. You can still put it on your iTunes or Apple Music or whatever your players are. I mean, uh, and of course you could stream it on Spotify or Title too. That's right. fine. But, you know, most artists, well, artists receive the most money from a platform like Bandcamp where they take a very small percentage. Um, so I think it's important to share that as much as possible. Like, yeah. see if the artist that you love is on Bandcamp. Now, Beyonce ain't on Bandcamp, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can find some other people. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I'm doing that. And then I'm, I'm working on a lot of projects right now. Um, I've kind of refocused and shifted my focus because, you know, while I love performing and things like that, I'm working more on composition and producing right. and songwriting. I'm still going to do all my own projects, but doing more of that kind of stuff in general. So, I mean, that's where I'm at. and doing some visual art, too. So, I mean. Like I'll painting? Like what? I'm making masks. So, um, I did my first gallery show in January, which was awesome. Wait, I missed yeah. all of this. I did not know. Yeah. I'm not great at marketing. and Like, as, much, as great at marketing I am, I'm like, totally not. So, it's a really <laughs> funny place to be. But I did my first gallery show with two masks, and I'm working on one right now. Um, and that's just more of a joy thing, but people seem to like it. I love them because they're this mind, right. but people seem to appreciate it. Um, yeah, so just you know, experimenting with more things, and uh, I'll have more live streams and series. I'm experimenting with doing live streams on Facebook because uh, I normally just do them on Instagram, and I haven't ventured into Twitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't <laughs> either. It's a it's an additional platform for me that I'm just like. Oh.
1: It's just better to master the few platforms you like working with, yes. than yeah. spread yourself too much. Although I did sign up for a TikTok just so I could have the TikTok name. Okay, like you gotta you gotta be slick. You yeah, know? Yeah, I, yeah, I signed up for Twitch too, so I have my sassy black name. So you know, just get the land, get your land cleared or whatever. You know. Yeah, get yeah. Your-
0: get your get your get your uh, handle saved.
1: Yeah.
0: Good. Well, what about on Instagram? How can people
1: find you? Instagram is sassy black cat. And just as the words are spelled, that's like my most well-maintenanced social media platform. (laughs) Facebook is a close second. And, um, uh, on Facebook, I'm just Sassy Black, and Twitter is Sassy Black underscore because someone got that Sassy Black before me. I and know. now I you're like,
0: like all the platforms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, right? Well, her name is Donna, and she hasn't been on there since 2009. And I made a song about her. Like um, you didn't? Yeah, I I, didn't. it's nowhere. It doesn't exist anywhere. I just sing. It. I was gonna sing a little bit of it because it's kind of hysterical. Um, one, two, I wish I get like Donna, like the Donna, not Madonna, oh Donna, not the Donna, but Madonna. Oh, not Madonna, but the Donna. It's just like, what are you talking about, the Donna? I'm just weird, but still, she might get on the song. (laughs) She needs to get. Yeah, I hope she's okay because I was like, she made like three posts, and I feel like either like she's somebody's auntie or cousin who didn't really want the account that was added. Or set she up. didn't.
0: Yeah, she didn't know how to do Twitter and she gave up
1: already. Yeah, and she was like, "This is just not me." And I feel her. I feel that. I'm trying. trying I'm trying to make Twitter work. work. It's a lot.
0: It's hard. It's a lot. Okay, so you remember the James Lipton days. Actors in the actor's studio. And yes. I really love having like lightning round questions. Cause I'm going to one day like edit all the answers together and make like cute little videos of all the swear words that everybody loves. Yes. <laughs> um, so the first one is what's your favorite swear word? Fuck. Yeah. It, that's like 95% oh. of the answers, but is there like a, like, yeah. Is it like a resonating fuck or is there like a, a phrase, a fuck phrase that you like using?
1: I like, let's say, fuck that
0: shit. (laughs) Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I I say it a lot. (laughs) I curse (laughs) a lot. I curse a lot. I've been cursing since I was like 10. And it's not cute. It's fine. Uh, Okay, so what is your self-care tool right now as far as like, are you listening to a certain album? Like, I know I have like a few albums on repeat. Or is there a book that you're reading? Or even like an old movie
1: that you're like, I can't do anything. I just need to turn this movie on or something like that. I have a couple of things. There's like records I grew up listening to with my dad and my mom um, that they play. So like Bang Zoom by Bobby McFerrin, that calms me down. Um, some newer records, like 12 Little Spells by Esperanza Spalding, such a good record, so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have like playlists that I listen to um, that kind of keep me centered. And then uh, I've been watching D- Deep Space Nine. Really? And Wrote Murder She Wrote. And Rutter, she wrote. <laughs> These are, this is the kind of person I am. <laughs>
0: Murder, she wrote. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that out loud. And
1: I love that you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Jessica Fletcher is a bad bitch. She's all like, yeah, I'll solve this case. And everyone's always trying to hit on her. And she's like, I don't know. <laughs> Bye. I'm going back to Cabot Cove. I'm <laughs> like, you such a bad bitch. Solve all the mysteries. But somebody once told me that they had a theory that Jessica Fletcher murders all these people and just goes around. I just love so that. theory, And I was like, that's so sick and dark. I don't like it, but I kind of also love it. Cause I was like, damn, I started watching it like one episode halfway through like that. And I was like, I can't do this. Cause I was like, damn, she's a sick mother. <laughs> like, she's crazy.
0: That side of your nerd. I love, by the way, I'm just saying that's adorable. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So I want you to name three or a few influential people who've inspired you to be who you are today who are not straight white cis men
1: because it's so funny i like i can't even think of like three or one straight white cis man off the top of my head go and go i'm on. like and he has changed my life <laughs> like <laughs> for me personally that makes that me have one um, I think about, uh, Quincy Jones, um, mm-hmm. Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn, um, Brandy, yes. you know, uh, there's so many people. And of course, like Stevie Wonder, Patrice Russian and, um, Queen Latifah, everyone who is in Living Single. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Okay, Tisha Campbell, Martin, and Tashina Arnold. I, you know, so many TLC, like so many, so many powerful, Tony Braxton, Anita Baker, so many that have just changed my entire life. A lot of them musicians. um, I have an Anita Baker playlist, totally underrated. She's so uh, amazing.
0: She's so Mariah freaking Carey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah yes okay I love all those answers I'll just like <laughs> list. like a 20 yeah <laughs> okay your last question is if you could have lunch with your younger self what would you tell them and more importantly what would you eat
1: this is hilarious <laughs> what would I sit with her you know and how old would you um, be I'm thinking of this poor little 10, 11 year old girl that moved to the mainland from Hawaii and was like, what is this? Also was like, where's the boys at? It's saved by the bell time. I got to find me a boo. (laughs) like, So just like, I need a boyfriend right now. You know what I'm saying? Although, you know, I came out (laughs) <laughs> like a year or two later, because my best friend was so queer. <laughs> um, and they're just like, this is what I was like, oh, okay, cool, thanks. I knew I had a crush on Dex and Kira and like every, everybody. I'm
0: uh, names right now, that's everything.
1: You know, um, but yeah, I would sit down and tell her, you know, those bullies will be difficult to deal with, but it will prep, prep you for the rest of your life because a lot of people don't know themselves. They don't like themselves and they want to attack you because you're nice and you're open to it. Also, you know, maybe don't curse out the teacher. (laughs) Don't do that. Okay, you do it a couple times in your life. Think about maybe just not doing it anymore. Do it once, get it out of your system. It's not something you need to continue. Um, Do your homework. Homework is not that bad. If you just do it, it will be done. (laughs) Also, like in the future, you'll get like signs and stuff and that'll be cool. Um, And then what would we eat? I was like, I can't eat like any of the stuff I used to eat as a kid and like be stoked about. Like, I think as a kid, I wanted ribs. Yeah. Yeah. My brother took me to get uh, baby back Actually we would eat ribs Because I can still eat ribs So uh, <laughs> We would go to What was the baby back Rib place here in Seattle I can't remember I ate, Oh my god My brother took me there For like my 11th There was birthday. a rib place Here in Seattle? <gasps> yeah they had all kinds of stuff But the ribs were, It was a chain You know oh, right, yeah. right So I don't remember What it was called But we would go And get some ribs I was like I'll take you Get some ribs Little girl <laughs>
0: I love that. That's such a great answer, and I love that you had so many things to tell yourself, like and do your homework and stop cursing at your teeth. Like,
1: <laughs> I'm like
0: just, just calm
1: down, little girl.
0: <laughs> I love that I was, that was you. I, I <laughs> love that that was you at ten. By the way, so
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that was the first time I was like eleven, um, but I was this height at ten, and like really hit puberty at 10. So it was like, as soon as I got to the main line, it was like, Hey, by the way, <laughs> attack your body with hormones. Oh my
0: gosh. That is that's quick. Yep. That's why you wanted a boyfriend. That was fast. Yeah.
1: I, I need someone to hold my hand and carry my books.
0: <laughs> well, I want to thank you so much for being here. And it was such an awesome, awesome opportunity to reconnect. I mean, we need to do it. I just get, I I love getting random texts from you when I'm like walking pensively somewhere and you drive by and I get a text that like, I just saw you and I was like, what, where are you? But I remember looking at that picture going, why are you so serious? What are you thinking? Like and you caught me while you were driving by. It was cute. So that makes me happy to know that wherever you are
1: in the world, you
0: see me. It feels nice.
1: Oh, that's lovely. I do. I do see you. And thank you so much for having me. This has been super fun.
0: Yeah. Thanks for being here for pride. I wouldn't want any, any other musician here except for you. So. (laughs) Thanks for joining us for this conversation as part of our face to faces series. We hope you'll join and support the faces of fortitude community on Instagram at faces of fortitude on Facebook at faces of fortitude portraits, and on Twitter as myself, Mariangela Abeo. If you'd like to become a face in the project or join me in conversation on the podcast, or maybe you have an idea for a topic we should explore or a person we should interview, please contact us at booking at facesoffortitude.com. And until next time, please have extra patience and kindness for yourself and others.